Tell me about Reddit, Jonathan. Why are you so annoyed no, with it? No, no, fuck it. It's done. <laughs> it's passed. You gotta be on the ready. At all times. Sorry, I was just reading this story that I was like, you know how sometimes people will be like, here's the story about how totally unfair this thing was and blah, 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 blah. But as you're reading it, you're like, wow, this person kind of seems like the asshole. Yes. I was trying to figure out if this story was that. And I don't I don't think that it was. Granted, I think that maybe there was a, a situation that could have been handled better. But um, but I don't think that that was the case with this Dude, there are story in particular. So many, so many of the stories that I've read are like that. And... Well, and, and honestly, I, I usually end up finding them like when somebody animates them into a video. People do that? People animate them? Yeah. I don't go on Reddit much. One of the things I, but, you know, occasionally I interact with it for whatever purposes. Um, one of mm-hmm. them being recently, you know, for, for questions for the show. Yeah. Anyways. Hello. Welcome to <laughs> Proficiency Bonus. Uh, I'm the best host Faye. I'm the other host, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, we're um, doing a I podcast. Did... Oh god. I came up with some things. Um, oh, do you have a, uh, a, a good segment I, idea? I Well, it's not necessarily a segment, but it was. A, I was going to read a story and then I had a question to ask you. Okay, fantastic. I love this because I feel like so far our podcast is completely like bad homebrew. <laughs> Which is not a what's your point? <laughs> which is not a bad thing for it to be. I just don't know if we're branding it right. <laughs> um, Maybe that's what it should be. Ah oh, shit! All right, so this is um, this is from D and D Green Text uh, on Reddit. It is called um, the Calvary Goes Swimming, posted by. Did, say user... that word again. The what goes swimming? The Calvary. Calvary. <laughs> it's one of those weird ass words. Calvary. No no, 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 not Calvary. Specifically, Calvary. Sorry, it's it's spelled C O W V A L R Y. Calvary. Calvary. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, color me intrigued. Okay, so it is posted by uh, user uh, Admiral Thronbar. Okay. And it's uh, it's pretty short. Uh, it goes, <clears throat> be me. Level three Pact of the Chain, Human Warlock on my first campaign. B party. Halfling Druid, Halfling Rogue, and Warforged Artificer. Okay, wait, let's stop there. I mean, you're going to need to explain something to me, because like I said, I'm not super familiar with Reddit. Why is it always B... I get the B me, like, put yourself in my shoes. Why is it followed up with B party? Because it's like, okay, B me, this is who I am. And then it's like, this is my party without going... Because the, the entire... You've read green texts before, right? But what perspective am I supposed to be imagining the story from? Them or the party? I can't be all these people at once. I mean, Who that just sounds like you're not be? trying hard enough. I've, I do sometimes play multiple characters. It's true. <laughs> currently, currently many. you do. Anyway. All right. The, you've seen, like, green texts, though, before, right? I mean, I've seen, like, screenshots of green texts. Okay, sure. So, But you know, like... I don't the, see the... memes until they make it to Facebook. <laughs> I'm actually very much the same way. <laughs> that's why. That's what, the only reason I have Facebook anymore is for the memes. Um, but in order for it to get to Facebook, it's got to go like Reddit, Twitter, sometimes Instagram first, and then Facebook, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, you're you're a little behind on the memes when you do it that way. Anyway, it's okay. <clears throat> I'm starting over because the entire point of green text is that you read them line by line. Okay. I'm learning. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Be me. Level three pact of the chain human warlock on my first campaign. Be party. Halfling druid, halfling rogue, and warforged artificer. Goblins steal farmers' herd of cows using magic horn that, when blown, attracts cows. Find herd and horn on small island in a river. Druid has a hard-on for goblins, wants to track them down before returning the cows. Rogue has an idea, .jpg. Give horn to pseudo-dragon familiar. Mount the cows with varying degrees of success. Direct familiar in direction of goblin tracks and let loose. Uh, cows go directly into the river. Warforged is too heavy and ends up walking along the bottom of the river. Uh, Rose cow throws him off. Three of us end up on one cow. Warforged is going diving. Cows are not good swimmers. Several get pushed downstream toward a waterfall. Includes cow that three of us are riding. Idea.jpg. Uses magic acorn from previous encounter to grow a tree in the middle of the river right before waterfall. Both halflings and cow making saves, making saving throws. My turn. Not one. Go off the waterfall. Warforged jumps after me, manages to cast Featherfall. Spend entire session trying not to fall off of a waterfall when we had a perfectly good raft. 10 out of 10 would ride the cavalry again. <laughs> okay, so you have to answer another question for me. Why is it idea.jpg? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the thing of <laughs> the thing about green text is that like you can put in it's it's a it's basically supposed to be like um an implication of an idea. So like being like 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 you would insert an image. Yeah. Um and I and I think that historically they would just be images, but it kind of the the uh format kind of morphed to just saying the words and people being like, "Yes, I understand." Okay. And that I don't I don't know exactly why. I mean, I guess I could google it, but I think it's probably because of like embedding, like you would put like idea.jpg and then if people clicked on it, then it would take you to another image. Yeah. But people don't want to do that. So no, I it mean, just like, became like I like I get it, but why? I I don't know. I like I, I I genuinely believe that it probably started as like, oh, this is actually a link to something, and then just became a part of the culture because no, 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 people no, no. would never click I, on that. I get it. But like <laughs> why? Because it's funny. I don't know. Is it funny though? Is that <laughs> is this uh Is that comedy? Is that what the kids these days think a joke is <laughs> putting dot jpeg in front of a thing technically it's behind i i think that the reason that i liked this green text so much is because the entire time it's like this crazy idea that they didn't need to do in order to get these cows back and then it's like we spent the entire session trying not to fall off a waterfall when we had a raft <laughs> yeah and i mean also like some of those cows are dead now i mean yeah that's not the Anyway, <laughs> this led me to a question that I had. I feel by this point I've like lost track of the thing. So wait, let's let's summarize the story in like a way a, a human would tell it. Oh my god. Okay, so basically there's a party of a four. There's a druid, a rogue, and a warforged artificer. That's important, and uh, a human warlock. And the druid really yeah. apparently the the druid. Uh, to quote this this wonderful post has a hard on for goblins yeah. uh so they wanted to track down the goblins and instead right. of just returning the cows to the farmer which was their goal their quest is return cows to farmer the okay goblin all right that was the that was the part i was missing so the 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 cows and the goblins didn't really have anything to do with each other no the no, goblins no. were a distraction no, the, from the main quest the goblins stole the cows 
Oh. And then they found the cows. The goblins had fucked off. They found the cows and this magical horn that's used to herd them on an island in the middle of water. Okay, the, so... The druid so, is like, before we return these cows, let's go track down the goblins. So they're like, a brilliant idea. Let's hop on these cows and the, the cows will swim us across the river. Yeah, so... But the, there was no reason to go after the goblins. No, they no. That's the whole entire point of it being like, the druid. The, the, the druid just wants to find the goblins. She just wants to track them down. It sounds like the most boring quest ever. <laughs> go go track down some goblins that stole my cows, and you get there, and there's just cows. So then it's just ranching. There's no <laughs> fighting. Apparently, the I mean, like it went. <laughs> it it didn't go very well for them. It seems like a very exciting story. No, you, you got to make your that. own fun. Well, you got to make your own fun if your DM is like, oh, the, yep, the fight you were coming here to have uh, isn't going to happen because the goblins already left. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he would. Hey, man, I'm not I'm not here. To I'm fault. sure there's more to this story. I'm not here to fault a DM on their plot hooks <laughs> or the quality yeah, I'm, of I'm them. I'm sure there's a lot more to the story that just, you know, wasn't necessary to the context. of. The right. Story. It's just like, here's where we are. Here's what we were trying sure. to do. Here's what ended up happening. Got it. So, so what is the question? So the question was, what is the most ridiculous story you have involving an animal in one of your D&D games? Okay. So, but like that question did not require the green text story. I think, well, okay. No, the entire point of it was going, here's this green text story that's funny because it was, I thought it was funny until you were like, um, well, let me just entirely analyze those green texts because I don't understand them. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an old person. I don't understand Reddit. You don't get this um, format? I don't understand. <laughs> I, well, there's, there's more, there's all this like extra shit to the format. So Green Text started on 4chan, right? It didn't start on Reddit. Oh, that explains it. That explains why it's ridiculous trash. (laughs) So the reason that you see most of those screen caps is because they're screen caps from 4chan. And there are, there's like uh, subreddits and shit like that that are dedicated to the Green Text that were from 4chan or were written in the same kind of style. I didn't think I was going to have to explain this to you. I thought you would understand what this was. No, I mean only loosely. I don't know all the history behind it. Welcome to Proficiency Bonus, a podcast about the internet. <laughs> oh my god. Most ridiculous most story involving an animal or, or particularly like revolving around an animal. I would I mean like either or I would think that like the animal should be an important part of the story. It shouldn't just be like, "Oh, we rode horses to this ridiculous thing over here." It should, you know, like we've got a few okay uh pretty good ones of those from our campaign one that comes to mind i guess the first one that comes to mind because we were talking about like riding animals when we went to chult okay joe betta who is a cleric slash druid slash bard now she's done a lot of multi-classing for story reasons oh she was convinced that she could you know with her with her newly acquired druid powers uh actually i don't know how new they were at that point but that she could win the dinosaur races. Like she, as a dinosaur? Well, we wanted to do that at first. Okay. Because my character is not into gambling. I'm only going to place a wager if it's a sure thing. So basically sure. only if we were going to fix the race. And if it's right? a sure thing. Okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I see how um, it is. So that was an original idea that she was going to be the dinosaur. Okay. And one of us were going to ride it. But I'm assuming she was not a high enough level for a dinosaur. And or she had I, never I, seen I, one before. 
our, our DM is very flexible. And we had gotten this that she could have picked one out. Really what it came down to, the logic was like, well, what makes you think you're going to be better at being a dinosaur than a dinosaur? <laughs> so, yeah. It's a race. It doesn't involve you to do a lot of thinking. So I mean, like, the if advantage were, of you being a polymorphed If she were a rogue uh, or if you had polymorphed a rogue, you could have like a dash feature. Right, I guess just like extra speed. But yeah, you know, like they, like if you if you the... can polymorph someone into a dinosaur, and then it's a rogue, so it they also they get their action, their move, and their bonus action, then they'll win. But yeah, unless it's I, that circumstance. The, <laughs> theoretically, but yeah, he had set up like special mechanics for the dinosaur race. Anyways, like okay. each sure round was just like a, a comparative role to see how you know how many steps you get or whatever. Sure. So super so, not something that could be a sure thing. <laughs> no, yeah. So instead she was going to ride a dinosaur, right? Okay. So She's like a jockey. We had to find, yeah, she was going to be the jockey. So we had to find a dinosaur to ride. Okay. And so we go to, like, the dinosaur dealer and... Sure, why not? Uh, you know, do some, some talk, sort of try to figure out, like, what's what's the lay of the land? Who are the best racers? What's the best kind of dinosaur to ride? So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It, I find it very funny that I'm wearing a dinosaur onesie right now as you have this story. That was my... Oh, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, that was my uh, that's, <laughs> It's got eyes. Okay. <laughs> there was a, a baby Albertosaurus. Okay. Who she, of course, had to talk to. Sure. And we found out that this Albertosaurus's mother, Albertosaurus, was the, like, favorite to win mm-hmm. in the, the race. Mm-hmm. But I guess a lot of the... Odds makers, mm-hmm. you know, base it on not just the dinosaur, but also the the racer, the jockey. Sure. So, we find the jockey, the guy who rides this, and this NPC. This is a definitely one of the favorite hostile NPCs of all time, because um, he was. You'd, I'm trying to think of a specific movie, but you know, like any '80s movie where it's like I don't know. Let's say that it's a it's a ski hill. And there's like the rich kid whose dad owns the ski hill, and somebody ends up having to race him to keep their club open or whatever. Uh huh. That it's like, you oh, know, this the, person's obviously going to win, and it's like the plucky underdog has to come in and yeah, win. And they have to, and they have to, to save their family. <laughs> so, so this guy was basically based off of that kind of archetype. I don't think, like, not with all the rich kid stuff, but he was just very this, like, I'm Reggie Riptide. Oh. I'll be anyone, any race, anytime. Reggie Riptide? Reggie Riptire. Oh, Riptire. Oh, that's worse. Yes. <laughs> Reggie Riptire. So, so Reggie Riptire, basically, like, I, I'm the bard, so I just, like, get him into a spot where he's like, I don't even need my prize-winning dinosaur. I could beat you scrubs on any dinosaur. So essentially, uh, long story short, we talk him into riding this giant lumbering triceratops. <laughs> while, oh, so while you guys can cleric, win the winning, uh, you guys can ride the winning dino? <laughs> yeah, while our cleric rides the winning dino, also adjusting uh, the odds so that we could win a little bit more money. Well, obviously then we we also with this guy worked in like racing for pink slips. Oh, of so, course. So we got So to you got to keep the dinosaur? The dinosaur <laughs> and reunite it with its its dinosaur child. Oh, that's and we awesome. also 
We also bought the Triceratops, whose name was Bowling Ball. A bowling Ball? So you guys just so have dinosaurs? That's ridiculous. We just have dinosaurs. Yeah. Wait, before we go much further, I think it's time. You know the time. Sellout time. Oh, you're finally on board. Currency can be exchanged for goods and services. Hey, I know you're expecting an ad here for a fake thing before we go to the real ad for the real thing. But I'm going to blow your mind right now by giving you a real ad for or more like a fake ad for a real thing. Um, it's a, it's my thing. I'm I'm Jonathan. I'm the ho- one of the hosts of the show. I'm also known as the Mad Maker. And if you go to madmakerprints.com, it will take you to a real live website where you can order 3D printing services of minis. You know, so if you got files from a uh, like Hero Forge or um, Eldritch Foundry or, or Anvil or what whatever those things are if you got the file STLs. or like if you uh if you get some files off of the patreon creators a lot of sculptors put them up there now I mean, you just need uh someone to print them on a res 3d printer then i'm your guy print your minis uh i'll print your minis from whatever uh minis you need printed i'm not selling you the minis just the printing services and I will delete all the files after you are happy with your received order. So it's not any sort of violation of anyone's copyrights. Totally legal. I actually, uh, I did an interview. I interviewed the COO of Hero Forge, and he said like he's he's cool with this sort of stuff. Uh, like he thinks it's it's cool that people can build little businesses, you know, around their company so um yeah go to madmakerprints.com and get some services or check this out if you're listening in the future uh maybe there will be other stuff on there i don't know it might be a different situation evolving business practices but yeah madmakerprints.com i will print your minis print your minis Obey. I don't think I've ever. No, there's one time that I've had dinosaurs in a D&D game, and it was when we were like going. We we had basically started having like a nautical campaign, mm-hmm. and uh, which was great because my character was a pirate, and we got to this island that was basically Jurassic Park. <laughs> Dude, there were, it was ridiculous. Actually, there were these uh, uh, Velociraptor type things, and they mm-hmm. their movement speed was like eighty feet. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like th- that DM was very sweet and wanted us to all have a very good time, but like to homebrew and did had, had, did not know how to play D anD D, or rather, did not know how to build things that are balanced in D anD D. Unlike us. <laughs> we, we the homebrew experts, who build the most balanced tactical nuclear penguins. Hey, man, I never claimed that. It, I actually, I think the tactical nuclear penguin is pretty balanced. I would say it's a it's a very high level spell. I think we said it was a ninth level spell or something ridiculous. Um, it's a high level spell. Was it that high? Oh, I don't know if we ever actually decided. I don't think we decided on a thing. But the, so the, the dinosaur is your favorite uh, animal story that you have? I mean, off the top of my head, that's sure. That's that, that's a pretty good one. Why wow, was it not not good enough? No, no, I was just curious. Do, do you want a do you want a crazier animal story? 
do I want a crazier animal story? Or did you say, do I want or do I have? Um, both. Oh, uh, I don't necessarily know if I have a crazier animal story, but I have an animal story. All right, let's hear your animal story. <laughs> well, the, there are a couple, but the one that like, I think is, is the most of like a story that specifically involved my character was um, I was playing I was playing a monk who had the subclass way of the soul knife um wet which is like a which is like a UA like uh, like a like an unearthed arcana thing that they released that mm. I think that but it's like a psionic class and those never ever actually get published because they're not quite balanced um which like this was very OP and I ended up reworking some stuff later with my DM and choosing a different subclass and blah 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 but at the time I had this subclass and one of the things that you could do with this subclass, your 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 fists were uh, psionic, and if you did like if you wanted to, so you could choose whether you did bludgeoning, slashing, piercing, or psychic damage when you hit something. If you hit with a flurry of blows attack and it deals psychic damage, there's like an ability that goes off basically. Um, that like it's like okay. you could pick from one of four things. Sure. One of them, I don't really know why this was a thing, but one of them was you can teleport this person up to ten up to ten feet away from you. Okay. So it's kind of like a get out of dodge, like, oh shit, you know, you punch something and then they're away so you can yeah. run or or you can teleport I, them off I a mean, cliff or whatever. Yeah, that's the same as like a thunderclap or walloping right. ammunition or something. It's yeah. just a, a fun flavor on it. Right, so for uh, like m me and my party were were traveling to this city, and there was uh, a woman whose horse and carriage was like basically had gone into like quicksand kind of a thing and was sinking. And okay. my character was like, "Why do we care about this?" Mm -hmm. Let's just keep going because we're trying to go to the city. The entire rest of the party was like, no, we have to help and blah, 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 blah. But no one in our party was strong. Uh, and they all kept trying to like pull out this horse unsuccessfully. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like I like they had like wandered off and like my character's just like chilling. And then I was like, oh, my God. OK, I'll go take care of it. So I started running up there and I got there. And Zach, who's RDM, was like. If you guys don't get the horse out on this round, the horse will die. He's that far down. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I have a plan. And th everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think like on the way running up, I was like, grab a stick or something like that. But I, I jumped into the quicksand and I punched this horse and I used my psychic <laughs> ability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's shit. That's good. <laughs> so I use my psychic ability. It teleports yeah. the, the horse 10 feet. Now I'm sinking in the quicksand. <laughs> but my party is then able to throw me a rope and pull me out. So we got the horse out safely. <laughs> Did you then? You should just punch yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't think that it quite worked that way. But, uh, but like, I had a roll to hit this horse, and I felt really bad because I was just, like, wailing on this horse. <laughs> So I've I like this was after we started doing um, the Mercs of Mischief campaign, but at some point because people would have varying opinions on Adventures League. I'm not a so fan. So I decided to go but... to Adventures League uh, a couple times. Neither am I. Um, but my first time at Adventures League, I uh, decided to play a new character. So I just took one of the pregens, the half orc uh, okay. paladin. You know, I've like fucking there to role play you know like i'm doing mm -hmm. my voice and all this shit and uh there was like a couple of people that were kind of 
into that. But it was definitely one of those things where it's like, all right, go around to the table and introduce your character. And, you know, one kid's like, ah, I'm a blah, 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 mm-hmm. wizard. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, my name is Jared <laughs> Lendo. You call me Jerry for short. And everybody in the <laughs> shop stops and looks over like, the fuck is going oh, on over goodness. there? It was great, though. A couple people <laughs> clapped when I was done. But anyways, so yeah, I don't, I'd never played Paladin before. I don't know any of this shit. We, like, get through the dungeon. We get to a, second, uh, a certain point where there's a an undead T-Rex okay. that we're fighting. Sure. And I'm like, ah, fu- I don't give a shit about this character. I don't want to track points over multiple sessions and all the, like, those, those rules do not uh, appeal to me. <laughs> so we're fighting this undead T-Rex. And I get... The bite, and I get picked up in the jaws, and I'm grappled. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, I forgot how we even got right. to this it was, in the first place. I was telling you an animal story. Another animal story. <laughs> quite eventually. Um, so I'm, Why are all of your animals dinosaurs? I don't know, because dinosaurs were introduced, and everyone wanted to use them. And this, it was like in this like underground section of this temple or whatever. And so mm-hmm. you know, the DM had described a balcony up like a second floor and so i'm picked up in the dinosaur's jaws and everybody's like oh shit uh you guys gonna die and i'm like oh that's all right save yourselves i don't you know i'm not attached to this character sure then i'm like wait a second how tall is the dinosaur and i'm like and how high up was the balcony and how far away am i from the balcony okay dope i misty step out of the jaws over to the balcony so it was like, you can't misty step out of a grapple. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, why couldn't you? The books come out. And it's like, uh, I guess I guess you can. I, I like, actually, that's I right. Like, Sucking it, bitches, I'm never coming back. What are uh, what are the components for misty step? Now I got to know, miss. Uh, if you're a paladin? Oh, if you're a paladin, it's just a innate ability, isn't it? It's it's, it's only verbal oh, anyway, would, regardless. Oh, there you go. It's, I mean, so all I would need is a, just, a holy symbol, right? As a paladin. Yeah. And you just have to have it, you, you know, have it you have to have your, your armor usually, your arcane focus yeah. or whatever the fuck you're casting with, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a verbal component. So yeah, if you use a component pouch, I don't even think that you need an arcane focus. You can just go, here's my magic word, <laughs> and then it just well, works. Well, if you use a component pouch, you still got to retrieve the components from the pouch. But there are no components. There are no material well, so components. Saying, no, for yeah, this. if the you entire... use an arcane focus, so an arcane an arcane focus is only for replacing your material components that don't have a monetary value. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like so even if that had been taken from you, you could still use Missy step. Yeah. Cuz it's just verbal as long as you have it prepared. I think part of the reason material components haven't been a thing like at all in our game is one cuz the DM doesn't like tracking them. Sure. And two so after the dinosaur race, oh my god! Wait, we made our we this made whole our way. This episode is like, wait, hold on! It was all one big story the whole time. Yeah, that's the prestige. Uh, <laughs> we we went over to we ended up in um in a place that had a fighting pit, a prize fighting pit, and I love so fighting we pits. entered our barbarian in that and this was i think when he still had the psionic shit so he was just like immune to everything redonkulously powerful but that's fine because you know the dm just makes an npc for him to fight who's the the champion who's like equally matched and loosely based off macho man randy savage oh my god 
the odds against him on that were, I think it was like 30 to 1. Yeah, it was like 30 to 1 odds. Okay. And so we all threw down like a thousand gold because we had won all this gold off of the dinosaur races. Oh my God. We each put down like a thousand gold. Oh my God. (laughs) And then we we didn't do a lot of magical cheating. We just did a little bit of like vicious mockery and shit uh, on the opponent to try to, you know debuff him a little bit and it was a very close fight but he ended up winning so we came out of it all of us had at least 30 grand a thousand gold was the maximum otherwise we probably would have bet more but he wanted to bet like i can't remember if it was three yeah he wanted to bet like three grand on himself that he oh had. my god <laughs> so he did one as himself okay and then he had my bard get back in line a couple times using disguise self to place more bets for him. that's <laughs> So yeah, he ended up winning like ninety grand. Oh uh, my plus god! The prize money. It was it, it it kind of like money stopped becoming a thing after that. Now the initial answer. Yeah, I mean that seems like one. Once you just casually give your party a hundred thousand gold, like which like granted things are expensive, but it's like fucking you can buy a castle, you can buy. Well, this was the thing is we were this was when we were still rebuilding the keep we're re- rebuilding the avalon knights academy so when we got back our like goblin uh administrator was like all right we've run the numbers here's what it's going to cost to pay the crew and um it, for here's what the cost for materials and this and that and here's the the crew you have to allocate um and also the the goblin union wants to renegotiate some of the labor contracts oh my god <laughs> what Oh, yes, our goblins are unionized. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> hey, man, I, f- I, I fucking mean, love that part of our game. Good for them. <laughs> this is my favorite shit. We will fight day and night for our proper goblin rights. <laughs> That's their chant? Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. It is pretty great. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, you can check out more from me, at twitch.tv forward slash Mandari. But you can also find me on Twitter and YouTube by the same handle, at Mandari, and on Instagram, at MandariTTV. And hey, if you uh, have gotten this many episodes in and you're still listening, make sure that you, one, hit the subscribe button, but also leave us a, a review on whatever podcast thing you're listening to right now. Make sure you hit five stars, even if you're going to tell us how much the episodes suck, uh, because that... You know, just helps especially other people. if you're gonna tell us how much the episode sucks. Especially if you're gonna tell us how much the episode sucks, because those five star reviews let other people find it, and then they can tell us how much we suck. You know, so you can get more people on your team. We uh, just but, want the sucking to go around to everyone, honestly. Uh, phrasing. Um, you can find more of me on Twitter at the underscore Mad Maker, or over on Twitch at Twitch.tv/MercsOfMischief, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash mercenaries of mischief that's where the channel that i produce all the live play DD stuff is until next time remember we are enthusiasts not experts and you don't have to be either i say okay. either and either interchangeably yeah me <laughs> sorry too. about sorry about that both are correct so you should interchange them Nice. (laughs) That's the correct way.